Uh, let's see what's going on. The Facebook live stream is active, as always, on my Facebook. Uh, I'm looking Amish from uh, Joe the Soup, the Sauce Guy. Uh, Nick, yeah. now, uh, by the way, so yeah, Nick had an announcement. We had to make this <clears throat> abundantly clear. We are now available on Amazon Music. Yeah. All right. But that will be in 24 hours. We will also be available on iHeartRadio. And soon on SiriusXM. But that's a different thing. Uh, once, uh, not with that fucking intro that we just did before. <laughs> Billy's playing shit. I'm screaming. This one doesn't know. The mics are too hot. Everyone's up their ass. Spontaneous shit, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what made good shows. Yes, but here's the difference. Spontaneous shit is wonderful. I'm all for that. But when you have assholes that are critiquing every little fucking thing we do, oh. and then they tune in and they go, uh, oh, well, you know, uh, that guy Ricky keeps saying spontaneous, spontaneous shit. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, like, guys, just lose the black guy. That's and, what makes us different, man. Yeah, I know what makes us different. That's what also, fucking make us different, but dude. We, but, dude, we got to fuck. Don't try to yeah. sound white. We, gotta, <laughs> we also have to sound good. All right, different is fine. I love different, but good. We gotta be somewhat good yeah, when we do that. I'm just saying, somewhat. it would help. Of uh, uh, John from Taste of Public giving us all middle fingers. One oh, of... that's John. Yeah, Joe is a pothead. He keeps writing that I'm in a bad mood. I'm not in a well, bad you mood. You are in a bad. Mood. I'm never in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood when yeah. you start talking. Is he not in a bad mood? No, if Ricky told the truth. Yeah, well, what? Well, the shitty talking is yeah, out Criticizing everybody. Uh, you know. Oh like... yeah, because excuse me, sorry. I want the show to be good. I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I do this thing for... We're trying to get this thing for a living, Joe. I go with Do you Joe. need to sit in time out for a few minutes? Yes, I do. <laughs> Joe said on there, fuck critics. Who he, said that? Yes, but Joe, here's the problem. We can say fuck critics when we get there. Oh. You understand? <laughs> I, I, lo I love to be the bomb thrower that everyone wants to be, but even the greats mm -hmm. that we can all look at, even fucking Lenny Bruce. Who's he? All right. Wow. All right, Joe's microphone goes off automatically. Just keep smoking. <laughs> Literally, like, even the greats, George Carlin. Okay, yep. so let's tell the story. Lenny Bruce, it's a famous story. If you haven't fucking... I'm going to... We're going to do story time before we do Q&A today and anything else in host chat. So Lenny Bruce, uh, arguably the, 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 the... Literally the linchpin of, uh, of, of foul and uh, beautiful com comedy in the mm. world. Okay? The man who was the keystone... In making what is considered taboo humor uh, kind of somewhat mainstream, okay? And gets arrested uh, because for indecency and whatnot. Gets thrown in the back of a paddy wagon because supposedly when he's doing a bit where he has a microphone in his hand, he starts doing it like this. Two fucking sheriffs or two cops, two undercovers, whatever the fuck they were at the time, right. get on stage, arrest him, say that he's doing, he's making well, jokes obscene, about masturbation, yeah, and he's being obscene and whatnot. And they film in the back of the paddy wagon. The famous story is the guy that was thrown in into the paddy wagon behind him yeah. was a very young George Carlin. Oh, wow. Now, George Carlin literally turns to the one and only Lenny Bruce and goes, Hi. And he goes, well, why do, why do, Lenny Bruce then turns to George Carlin and goes, well, what the fuck are you in here for? I understand why I'm in here. What the fuck are you in here for? He goes, I didn't want to show my ID to the man. <laughs> to which then, eloquently, Lenny Bruce looks at George Carlin and says, what are you, a fucking schmuck? Because that's the point. It's great to be the rebel. Got it. Love it. I am one. I understand. But sometimes you have to play in the fucking game. Mm -hmm. To then be the rebel. Oh, yeah. So we can't just start throwing bombs 
By the way, the moral of the story is stop acting like assholes. We can't be just throwing bombs in the way beginning of our careers, especially if we want, like, serious exam to hire us, or we want this Tom, Dick, and Harry fucking production to fucking hire us. We got to get in there first. And then when we get in there, then we get to be not the George Carlin. We get to be Lenny Bruce. I want to That's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference. Yep. Everybody wants to be the rebel. And they bitch about that. And then they and bitch they can't out. get there. And then throw you out. Yeah, but bitch see that, about that. But, but when you have a when you have a loyal fan base, Ricky, there's a mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. You helps. can stand up and actually if we have what we have to build what we want to fucking save. If we're gonna play this game <laughs> and go after the people, that's what we do. Who's uh what's this? Brian what? Uh, where the fuck are we here? Which one are you laughing at, Billy? You don't help me. I just laughed. Yeah, which one, though? I'm trying to fucking add to the conversation. Which one did you laugh at? Which one brought you chuckles, sir? Which one? Actually, was it Brian, so, Richard, yeah. Joe? Which we'll one? Go, That's we'll the, one the one I Brian one. Brian, okay, Brian. I, I thought that was just Okay, well but what did Brian write? Well. Brian writes, Eddie wants the show to be good. Why start now? That's true. <laughs> I Very true. You know, like, he just... That All right, but that you, but see that when you point and like a I monkey, point. you you point it with your face. How do I? You I like just this. up and laughed. You 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 were like the beginning of two thousand one with the monolith. You, all you needed was a fucking little freaking bone in your hand going, ooh, uh, 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 that, Okay. I'm just, you, you so? I, did I tell you it was in the bed? I'm like, not in the bed. Did what, I tell you that I Joe's like, a fucking asshole? I like what Joe said. So, uh, Ed, what time does the show hey, start? You can't Shut up. Win. You can't win. <laughs> you can't win nowadays. They've uh, persecuted a cartoon skunk. Yeah, but see, the thing is about the cartoon skunk, which we will be discussing later on the program, mm-hmm. you have to play their game to get into the game. You can't fucking just go out. Look at right, another example for fucking younger people. Because they're like, well, who the fuck's... Now i got to Google Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Uh, fucking, uh, what the fuck? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle had to build and become Dave Chappelle before he could fucking have the power of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't just fucking walk in and go, I'm going to kick this fucking door in and tell everybody I'm the fucking man. That doesn't work like that. But I identify as the man, so thus you must respect me and make me the man. <laughs> you identify your, your gender specific as the man? Right. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to find someone who gender you know gender identifies as a bigger man yeah. and punches you in the nuts. <laughs> because then... Well, excuse me! Yes, Steve Martin. Richard yes. Pryor yes. was thrown out of clubs and persecuted because of his cussing, the way he yeah. was carrying yeah. on. Oh, sure, yeah. But he got so good. Yeah. Exactly they my had, point. They had to come get him. Yes, we, that's you my understand? point. So it's like, yeah. fuck you. I'm going to be who the fuck I'm going to be. Yes. But I'm that fucking good when you yes. can't fucking Okay, and how, yes. do you, and, then, and how do you think Richard Pryor got all those fucking deals that Richard Pryor got? Mm-hmm. No, he just magically made those appear. No, Richard Pryor was fucking... They, they gotta saw, work up to You it. have to work to get those deals. Right. When Richard Pryor started, he was a suit-wearing motherfucker that was on the Mike Douglas fucking yeah, show. So was George Carlin. Exactly. Yeah. They all were. But that's what you have to... You have to play the game to be a part of the game. Right. It doesn't matter. You can sit there and say all you want. I'm gonna be the fucking... Great, wonderful, outstanding. But if you don't fucking play within the qu- the 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 realm of the game, you can change the game. That's fine. I'm totally a game changer. I love to fucking be a game mm-hmm. changer. But the fact of the matter this is, this isn't backgammon anymore. It's not backgammon. Just oh, take the shit. just just king me and take the pieces and shove them up your ass for a minute. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you have no. to play within the confines of the game 
to then break the fucking game. Yes. That's how it works. You can't just go in and just go, I got a flamethrower, well, hold on. And just burn everyone to the fucking down. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. That's the problem. People want to be the bomb thrower, that's great. But then name me a successful bomb thrower that just walked in and did bombs. I'll wait. <laughs> well, exactly. Name me the name me the guy. Richard Pryor worked his way to be Richard Pryor. I, Richard Pryor did regular comedy. Yes, but then when he started cursing and carrying yeah. on, and the way he was carrying on the clubs, yeah. they didn't want him. Mm-hmm. I know that, right? So, but he said, "Fuck you! I'm gonna be who I'm gonna be." Uh-huh. And he got so good to the point where they had to come get him. Yes, but you have to build your fucking legacy. He had to work okay, it, but so that's he, what I'm saying. He didn't have anything behind him. How are we having him? an argument that we're both agreeing the, He was in the clubs. Yes. So he had, so well, you what? have to build your fucking empire. That's still the same thing I'm saying. You have to build your empire. You have to show him you're good you're enough. You're saying you have to play the game. You have to play the okay, game to win that, the game. Okay, but I'm saying he didn't totally play with their rules. He totally did, because when, he, when he got to get into the fucking game, he got into mm. the game and then started playing... By his rules, after he established everything that's the same way. Movie fucking uh, deals that he had to fucking do. Uh, Shitty, uh, look at the NBC show that he had. The NBC show that he had, he literally, but he had to play that game. Mm -hmm. You have to fucking jump through all the hoops you got to jump through to get to be able to be what you want to be. Mm -hmm. You can't just walk in and go, I'm just going to, I'm the best. That's it. Everyone else sucks. You can't do that. When you get, it doesn't work like you that. You get hired at a job. You got to start at the bottom, work your yeah. way up. You don't exactly. walk in. As but that's job. what I'm saying. You Every can't job, work. you got to kiss a little Cause, ass cause to even, start. E- even when you're established, yeah, mm-hmm. right. They still come in like what they did with Dave Chappelle. After he did his two seasons, he was huge. They still came in trying to tell him what the fuck he got to do and what he can't do. But that's right. co- but that's, that's, why he but said, that's, that's the corporate world. But that's out. corporate. That's TV. Yeah. That's every, mm-hmm. That's normal. That's what it fucking does. Mm-hmm. It's they just like ever. Joe. You're never going to please him. It's not even that you're never yeah, going to please them. Please them, but I hear what you're saying. It's not even that you're never going to please them. These morons, they're the suits and ties of an industry. Prior did make free basing cool, Joe. You're right. The I'm on fire. The, uh, the, the, the uh, every time he fucking I think of the joke with the match. Right. And he goes, "What's this?" Richard Pryor running down the street. <laughs> the, uh, the the fact is, it's not even the point of that you're not going to make them please them. You're not going to please your master, so to speak. I get all that, but the fact is, those are the assholes that are in the positions where they got to hear themselves fucking talk. Mm-hmm. Right. So literally, no matter which fucking place you do it, radio, television. You can't just walk in. But perfect example, your sister. All right? I'm not going to go into all the details. But she had to fucking go to meetings and kiss a little ass in those meetings to get companies to back her. Am I correct? Yeah, you have to You tell, can't walk in going, you gotta tell people I'm fucking Ricky's sister. And all kind of exactly. Shit. You know, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So you have to play the game to win the game. That's all I'm fucking saying. So if we have to do... To eventually get on SiriusXM or wherever the fuck we're going to end up, we have to fucking not do a... We we are... We never want to do a half-ass job. That's the motto of the show. It's 100% whole ass. That's right. That's what this show is. But remember, at the end of the day, this is also the anti-talk show talk show. Mm-hmm. We are not... show. I get that. But we also have to sound good because mm-hmm. we are on 
radio. <laughs> okay, that's the one thing we have to do. Oh, and is that all you want? We, we want to be radio, not a <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah, hook up the yeah. television cameras now, like all the other radio stations. Are doing. Well, that's the difference. Like, we don't want to be like he just pointed out. Well, you got to do a podcast? Yeah. You got to do a podcast? Yeah, we're not a podcast. We just literally brought up the fact that we're on multiple different internet radio stations. We are on Spotify. We are thanks to Nick. We me, Nick, and ever we've been working mm-hmm. the fucking angles. Yep. iHeartRadio, fucking uh, Amazon. Uh, Amazon Music, Stitcher. That's because of Joe. Stitcher, um, uh, HamRadioShow.com. Uh, I'm running out of fingers. We're on tons of other shit that we're on. So uh, Pandora, probably, if you look it up. I don't even know if we fucking are or we aren't. So they love I can check. Somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, Var- of course, Johnny Vegas. Because Johnny Vegas, yet again, Taco Troll. Here's a little chapstick for you, Eddie. Uh, your lips are chapped from kissing. What are you doing? Oh, uh, John, how's it working? Wait, let me ask John. I'm going to look right in the camera. John, how's it working out not kissing ass? Oh, get back to me when you can, bro. Okay. Exactly, Taco Troll. Moving on to other people. Uh, Mike, damn the, damn the man, demand the ham. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why the slogan is damn, demand the ham. Because you have to demand it for us to have backing. That's how it works. Uh, Joe Tropia, who uh, we have a Tropia tune tonight. I can't even please. I can't even please my life. Forget pleasing critics. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, we will support you no matter what. Uh, kiss the whole ass or just, just half assing it. You're right. Uh, Alex, uh, Pryor was a fucking loose cannon. He played by the rules at first, absolutely. But when he stopped giving a fuck, he developed such a cult-like following that the establishment had to deal with the bullshit because they knew, excuse me, they knew that they could, uh, that they would make a lot of money from him. Absolutely. But he had to get into the game. He was a loose cannon. He was always a loose cannon. If we want, we can have Rain on and Rain Pryor can tell you because she's a friend of ours. She can tell you. But he had to play the game to get to be a part of the game. Yeah, That's how you, it works. Because if me and my brother would have played the game, we'd have been bent over some fucking way, which he wasn't fucking allowed. You I know don't, what I'm saying? I don't want you bending over anything. You motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't going to be none of that. Well, that's a different kind of game, mm-hmm. and fucking probably check the rules on that one. Yeah, well, some motherfuckers play it. Of course and they that's do. that's why they where they at. Exactly. Um, it is the uh, beginning of the show. No, what? Stop! I'm in the middle of something, people. For Christ's sake, I'm trying to do the Q and A of the day. For Christ's sake, I only got five minutes. Billy's gonna cry. That's gotta be John. I mean, it probably is because he can't. <laughs> you, you talk back to me. I have to talk to you, John. Wait! I'm trying to do a program here. For fuck's sake, I gotta play noises. The Ham Radio Q and A of the day. Here's how it works. Uncle Eddie asks you a question. You answer it. Throughout the show, it's just that simple. Stupid. Absolutely. All right, so the Q&A today is very simple. There was a poll that came out about cheeses. All right, and I got to ask this question because Cheddar won the poll. Really? I don't have the numbers right in front of me right now because John polling the show was fucking things up. But literally, Cheddar won, and it was, uh, it, it, I believe it was 43% of the nation say that Cheddar was better. Okay. So I'm going to go around here with a Q&A of the day to everybody. Wisconsin fucking ruined everything, huh? Thank you. <laughs> 718-577-1389. I'm going to ask the whole room. I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite cheese? 
I really want to know because this actually says a lot about you as a person. I love all cheese. What's your, no, but what's your favorite? You got one I'm cheese. Not, I'm not a big cheese person. See, that says something. If I'm going to eat cheese, it's American cheese. American cheese Swiss came in cheese. number two, by the way, on the poll. I, I like American cheese. Grilled yeah. cheese sandwiches. Yeah, good. American cheese. American cheese. I don't really fuck with nothing else too much. Billy, what about you? American cheese? I like uh, horseradish cheese. Horseradish cheese. That's, good, That's yeah. another one. That was up there, too. Uh, two that kind of match was Colby Jack and Pepper Jack oh. seemed to tie at only 7% of the vote. So I just want to bear, bear that in mind. Jack. I know. It is, of course, wonderful things. Fermunda cheese from Joe Trapia. Oh. Just so you understand. Fermunda, uh, yes. Fermunda, Fermunda, my bulls, yeah, Joe. stepping in between your toes. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. It's the Ham Radio Show. Who's on my phone? I beg your pardon. There you go. It's about fucking time. You, you literally don't. You're like you're like Joe. You don't listen to the show. We interrupt. Them. I know. I am. So how you figure? How you figure? I'm not listening to the show when I'm writing at you. I'm writing. You call me a taco troll. <laughs> that was so after after. Hold on, taco troll. After you wrote something, I fucking answered you, and then I fuck I answered you back. Taco Troll, and I literally asked you, what's it like? How's that working out not kissing ass? So go ahead. You can answer uh, that I, one. I, you have the floor. I, okay. I have my dignity. I have my dignity, and my my, and my lips are not chapped. There you and go. You, oh, yeah. So you have so, your dignity. Hold on, wait. You got a dignity, and you're not chapped. How's that business? Business, I, I got I to gotta keep it to my own, my own face, man. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But you have to fucking sometimes... Do what is necessary to change the game. Now, I firmly believe the Taste of Pueblo is one of the best fucking things out there. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to fucking lie about that, even though you're a taco troll. All right? But the fact of the matter is, you know and I know that sometimes to play the game, you have to be in the game. If you're not in the game, you're only a spectator. you got to play nice in the sandbox together. Yeah, and then you can do whatever you want once you're in. And that goes back to the fucking thing about Richard Pryor, because Richard Pryor, when he got in there, literally did... What he wanted when he established himself as a fucking iconic motherfucker. That was the thing. When he built the fan following, he did it. And you can't even argue about that one. I mean, I'm sure Rich, Ricky can, but I'm just saying. He's not going to do that. So what else you got for me? Like I said, I've never played, I've never played nice in the sandbox. All right. When I was a toddler. You did that when you were a toddler? Did you pee in the sandbox? Yeah. I peed in the sandbox and I threw sand at people's faces. Man. Well, that explains. What's your favorite cheese? From under. Ah, <laughs> that joke was already done. Get out of here. Motherfucker, I just hung up on this. Jokes are All right. Ah, we have on the show, uh, Deanna Perrazzo will be on the program in less than a, what was it? Less than a commercial break, Bill. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, yes. I right. love a taco yeah. troll. So, <laughs> the taco troll, the what taco was, troll. What's your favorite cheese? I, I'm going with cheddar. I love a good white, sharp white cheddar. I, I like a good, a good... Vermont fucking mm -hmm. cheddar. The, the, yeah. I, want, I wanted to hurt you. I wanted to hurt when you eat it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in the South, yeah. they eat this shit. Pimento? That, that hog head cheese. Oh, I, right. I, I, I'm like, is that fucking cheese? It's like it's a bunch of meats or some shit put together. No, that's, head cheese is not cheese. Hog head cheese. No, but it's it's the clear shit with the gelatin? Which one are you doing? Yeah, it looked like. I don't know what yeah, the Yeah, that's, that's, that's head cheese. Jello the, the, cheese. It's like jello. <laughs> With meat in it. Where they get the cheese part? It, yeah. Some drunk guy named it head cheese. I don't know. Uh, Nick said cheddar cheese. Mike said Munster. Velveeta from Joe. 
The sauce guy. That's Melvin weird. Melvin is good cheese. Melvin is good cheese. Only for certain things, though. Joe Tropia, nice mozzarella. That's my guy. We got aerosol cheese, mozzarella too. Mozzarella <laughs> uh, Joe Tropia, how do you pay your bills with dignity? That goes back to Taco <laughs> Troll. <laughs> so I'm, hence my point. You got to pay the bills, though. And to pay the bills, you got to lose a little bit of dignity. Anybody put women's cheese? Uh, what, women, what, what, oh, what? Oh, Women's cheese? Uh, what the hell is that, man? And uh, fucking back here, we got uh, for spreads, port wine or cheddar. For sandwiches, cheddar or American. Very nice. So there you go. Yeah. Let's take a fucking break. Let's get ready and uh, get everything done here uh, for Deanna Perrazzo, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion. She's defending the title this Saturday. We'll Good talk to her. Let me tell you. Damn right. She's a hot-looking bro. Wow. We'll talk to her. When we get back, it's the Hammer Hill Show. We're right back after these. What? Hi, my name is Rachel, and my telephone number is... I want to tell you that you're evil, horrible people. You're awful people. You represent horrible ideas. God hates you, and he wants to kill your children. You should all burn in hell. Bye. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes from the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila, using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. Ham Radio Show. On Demand Salon. OnDemandSalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three, hell, bring in a blowout of four, it doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. OnDemandSalon.com. That's OnDemandSalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. OnDemandSalon. OnDemandSalon.com. It's the Ham Radio Show. Who's this? 
it's Dr. Ross. Dr. Ross, how are you? Uh, From Impact Wrestling, the medical staff of Impact Wrestling, Welcome how are you, sir? Dr. Ross, uh, I I'm believe great. you're going to hook me up with Deanna Perrazzo, am I correct? Uh, I think you should be a little more official. It is the reigning two-time <clears throat> knockout champion, Deanna Perrazzo. Sir, I believe she's the world, the champion of the world, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts world heavyweight champion. Well, I mean, if, if you're looking at it for technicalities, uh, it is worldwide, but the official title is Knockouts Champion. She is the Knockouts Champion, and she is one hell of a Knockouts Champion. She's Deanna Perrazzo, which should be on the phone in a second or two. Any second, let me grab her, because you'd rather talk to her than me, and I think it's probably mutual. I'd rather talk to her than to you, so let me get her for you. Hold on Thank one you, second, there, Uncle Eddie. That's my doctor. That's Dr. Rose on the phone. Mm. He's a doctor. Plays hey, Deanna, are you there? Veterinarian. I am here. Yay! Deanna yeah. Perrazzo! <laughs> Welcome to Ham Radio. There you go. Welcome to the Ham Radio Show. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you guys? I'm great now. Great. Welcome well, yeah. The Impact Wrestling <laughs> Knockouts Champion, or Dr. Ross is going to kick my ass. The Impact <laughs> Champion. You are, uh, first off, two-time Impact Knockouts Champion. Am I correct? Yes. <laughs> so, wait. So, you, uh, who did, so take me through. Who are the two, two, two people that you beat for the title? Um, so I beat Jordan Grace, yes. and then I beat Sue Young. There you go. Yes, because you well, you debuted by attacking Jordan Grace, right? Yes. The virtuosa, by the way, of Impact Wrestling, uh, which, by the way, is I one of the greatest gimmicks for female wrestlers because you don't normally see a female wrestler who's doing the technical aspect of professional wrestling. You always see a lot of... You know, you get your tough girls, your your you know, your strong women, you got your other but you don't really normally see a technician in the ring, and that's why I think that you are kind of that that kind of I don't know what would be the word I'm looking for, Billy. She's the 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 the, the X factor of this company because you you can't really step to you in any form of a technical aspect. Once you get them down, it's boom, it's Fujiwara armbar, and you're making them tap real fast. It's it's that simple for you to do that. And do you think that you, does that separate you from the pack? Um, I well, at least that far it has, right? Um, I think so. I think that uh, you know, if you have your your woman who's all about her strength. And then you have, you know, the high flyer. You have, you know, the hybrid of the two. Like, everyone is joining towards the same. Um, all I'm doing is figuring out, you know, what uh, joint I want to manipulate and what makes the most sense. So, you know, nine times out of ten for me, it's the Fujiwara armbar. But we saw it hard to kill. Like, taking out Ty Valkyrie's arm wasn't helping me um, gain any momentum in our match. So taking out her leg was my next best option. Uh, I don't think what I'm doing is revolutionary. I just think it, it's smart tactics and it's studying my opponent and it's about um, gaining the leverage by taking out body parts. Everyone's joints work the same. Well, so, absolutely. Um, you can only you know, bend certain ways. I get that part. But it is, it is, it's kind of refreshing when you see that in like impact wrestling with the women's division, AKA the knockouts division is without question has always been different than the pack. 
It hasn't been the norm. It's been actual. Sometimes don't tell the the the, the men wrestlers there, but sometimes way better than the guys. <laughs> you know, like and and the whole point that you stand out from the pack is because you don't normally see that at least on American wrestling. You'll see that in Japanese sure. style, Japanese strong style. You'll see that in European style. You'll even see that in Mexico with the Rudos and the uh, the, uh, the 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 epic all that. You'll see all that good stuff. But here in the states, you don't normally see a woman of the degree of a technician inside of the squared circle, and that I think that's why you're destined to have that title multiple. If, screw two times. You're going to have it more than two times. Because eventually, <laughs> well, thank you. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> but because it may, it does make you stand out. Because you do when you get the Fujiwara armbar, which is literally uh, one of the best. It's one of my favorites when it comes to because not a lot of people do it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. The Fujiwara armbar is uh, yes, a lot of wrestlers out there do it, but a lot of uh, if you're if you're a novice fan and you see that move, it's a legitimate move. It's not like one of those half-ass submission moves that sometimes you see someone put on somebody, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, they can just roll out of that. That's fun. You can't really roll once someone's body weight is on your arm, which is bending the opposite way, and you're leaning back and cranking back on that both the shoulder separation and the elbow separation and even the wrist manipulation. You can't really just get out of that. So, uh, you know, th- that is something great that you brought to the table. But because I I watched a whole little video package from Impact Wrestling about you, and when you started, you were only like the first time you were in Impact Wrestling. You you started out literally as just shy little girl with maybe four years of wrestling experience. How did you get on one of their pay per views that fast? Oh, I didn't even have four years wrestling experience. Oh. I had one year. Oh, well, <laughs> damn. Uh, I was lucky enough early in the day, like back in the day, to um, my trainer, Damien Adams, uh, had trained and, and was his best friends with uh, Robbie E., now Rob Strauss. So um, Rob is someone I've known since I was 18 and first started wrestling, and he brought in um, Simon Diamond, Pat Kenny, who was producing at Impact at the time. So last minute they needed uh, a replacement for a girl um, for a knockdown to knockdown pay-per-view, and um, I got the call from Christy Hemi to do it. So, uh, yeah, I was one year in. I had seven matches under my belt, uh, and my ace was live on pay-per-view. So, um, yeah, it, it's been it's been crazy. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a weird, like, the little girl from Hackettstown, New Jersey, who is this shy, timid, walking down to the ring? You know, I, I understand that you know it's probably more gimmick than anything. But you're only a year into the business. You're on a pay per view. You're doing all this stuff, and then you went on like this kind of journey. Like you, you went out there and you went to Japan. You went all over the world to kind of cultivate your craft a little better. Well, yeah, and that's you know. Um... You know, I said it when I first came to Impact last year, but uh, we've seen Gianna Perazzo at every phase of, of her adult life. Um, so the Virtuosa is more than just being a technician. It's this transformation that the world has gotten to see me become from that shy 19-year-old girl who had no idea what she was doing or what she was getting herself into to, um, you know, the Virtuosa, the technician that I am, the, the young girl who's 
traveled the entire world to cultivate her style of wrestling and really um, like refine herself and, and understands who she is as a technical wrestler, but then also is able to draw on these elements of, of history and times past and cultures from around the world to, um, to embody everything that I do, whether it be the way I talk or my entrance music or my ring jackets or my gear. Um, everything that the virtuosa is has, has uh, been a culmination and a transformation of that little girl we first saw at 19 years old on Knockout Knockdown. So with everything going on, with the evolution, where do you see the Virtuosa headed? Like, what's the future for the Virtuosa? If you're doing all this now, and this is just kind of the middle stages of the evolution, where do you see yourself? I mean, I've been wrestling for eight and a half years, so I don't don't know if that we're in the middle stages or, um, you know, we're getting to the end here. I don't know, but... uh, you know, Deanna Perrazzo as a human has, like, life goals and um, dreams for my real life that, uh, you know, I hope to see come true. So I, don't, I don't plan to wrestle forever, but for the foreseeable future, I'm with Impact. I am all about, um, you know, taking this knockout division to the next level, and whether that be, um, you know, just at Impact Wrestling with our division and growing our division and seeing more women enter our division or uh, being a part of this crossover with AEW and having, you know, um, AEW's women's division come over and us go there and kind of integrate us all into this crossover we're doing. I don't know. Um, I think there's so many possibilities on the table for what the knockouts are doing, and I just know that I love what I'm doing and I want to be a part of it for um, the foreseeable future. Well, since we found out that at Rebellion, am I correct? It's Rebellion, which is the after sacrifice, which you, by the way, which will be defending against ODB uh, Saturday Uh, Moose, who is the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Moose being the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion, in a unification match, whoever wins that match takes on Kenny Omega for the you know it's title versus title, which is pretty big. Would you yeah. want to Would you want to go to AEW and take on the women's champion? You know, I've not been shy about going to AEW and wrestling Sheeta um, or Sheeta coming to Impact and having a match. I think a champion versus champion match would be um, phenomenal. And I think that I'm such a big proponent of that forbidden door being open for women uh, because what Impact and AEW are doing is historic. You know, something like this has never quite been done before so i just want the women to get a chance to have a piece of that pie and be a part of it um so oh, oh. we lost her for a second we lost the call we lost her for a second god damn white people you gotta call back i don't know we'll see right now we're gonna call her and see what happens well this Saturday, it, was, it was going good yeah, yeah she's taking she on drop old, kicked odb yeah, hi this is ross sorry i can't get your call right now please leave <laughs> yeah. your Name a number, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Hey, Thank you. Know. We're leave a message for Ross. Hey, Ross, how are you? We lost uh, the beautiful Deanna Perrazzo, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts World Champion. Yes. Uh, she was just talking to us about possibly going over to AEW and fighting in the crossover, so we want to keep talking to her. So if possible, uh, it would be great if she can call back. 718-577-1389. Thank you, sir. 
and have a wonderful evening. That's my doctor. I don't know if I mentioned that. Really? It's my doctor, <laughs> Dr. Rose. Right next, okay. he, has, he has another thing right near Dr. Vinnie Bumatz. Yeah. Next door. Place. Right next, yeah. next door. It's a good place. Go. Oh, wait, we got a phone. We have two here. way. Yeah, For well. delivery options, press four. No, to I send don't. Fax, like press six. No way we got that. <laughs> there we go. Okay. There he is. <laughs> Yellow. Hello. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Rose. Uh, we lost. We lost the uh, wonderful Deanna Barrazzo. Hello. Hey, Deanna, you there? Hi. Sorry, I don't know what happened. <laughs> It's okay. We were in the middle of talking. I think we had maybe Kenny Omega cut the wires. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, well, Billy was just plugging, and Billy, if you want to plug it again, it's Sacrifice on Impact sacrifice Plus. on Saturday, yes. the 13th. Very good. You're gonna... <laughs> you were in the middle of drinking your Coke. We'll let I you know, swallow I first. I got... I got... I'm, now I'm choked up. I know. We have Dina against ODB. It it's Deanna the, before she comes yeah. over here and chokes you out. Deanna Perrazzo. Not going to get me. Dr. I'm Ross gonna is going to hurt you and Deanna Perrazzo is going to hurt you. Yes. Yeah, because she come, we running. Damn right. <laughs> She's taking on ODB this Saturday. Now, Deanna, I got to ask you this question. Uh, we were talking about AEW and everything else, but let's talk about how the hell do you combat ODB? I don't know if anyone ever has seen oh, ODB. She's, you know, that's a big woman. Who has a, a lengthy resume, you know, wrestling resume, uh, has held world titles yeah. and everything everywhere. How do you combat such a, a Mack truck or a food truck of a woman? You know, I think it's sticking to my guns and knowing what I do best. And like we talked about, it's uh, manipulating the arm and, and getting the Fujiwara arm bar, but um, also not letting her uh, and her antics, you know, get in my head. Um, I have to go in with a game plan and a strategy, and I have to execute that strategy. So, um, you know, my game plan doesn't change uh, no matter who I'm doing with. There's one game plan, and we all know what it is. It's the Fujiwara armbar. So, um, you know, I'm going to stick to what I do best and, and hopefully come out on top. I hope you do. I'm just saying that that's a, that's a, that's a big woman. Is biting legal? And biting is not legal. <laughs> so, like, we just checked the rule book. Biting not legal. So I mean, not in the ring anyway. No, not in the ring. Maybe backstage, whatever you're into, but not in the ring. In the twenty by twenty foot ring, you will not be allowed to bite. Um, I don't know. I just I, to me that sacrifice this Saturday on uh, Impact Plus and of course Fight TV. But we're moving. Let, let's say we get past ODB. Who do you want to take on at Rebellion? Since there's going to be so many eyes on that show now because it is. The AEW World Heavyweight Champion taking on whoever the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion is. There's going to be so many eyes on that pay-per-view. Who does Deanna Perrazzo want to take on? Oh, you know, I I don't know. I don't know that it's up to me to decide. I think it's up to um, the women of our knockouts division to for someone to step up to the plate. Um, you know, all of these, these past knockouts and the original knockouts have, have come back. ODB, there's Jazz, who's, who's been in the midst of the knockouts division. Um, lately, I, I, I don't know. I think that it's up to our knockouts division to step up and say, I want to challenge the knockouts champion. Um, because there isn't anyone thus far who's done that. So, like, let's just say dream matchup, though. From any knockout past, present, and future... Dream matchup, you have the title, you're on pay-per-view, you're defending. Who do you defend it against? 
Oh, um, I guess it would always be a dream uh, for Madison Rain to come back. Um, we got to wrestle at Impact, you know, early on, a couple of years ago before I was officially a knockout. She um, was so instrumental in getting me to become a knockout and, you know, having me uh, sign a contract to Impact and be the knockout champion. So um, I think Madison Rain is always my go-to answer, but um, she just retired in January, so I don't think... Yet we can convince yeah, her to come back. Maybe. So, uh, <laughs> I, I think that past knockouts um, would be Taylor Wilde. I think if she nice. was to come back, um, you know, and she's kind of got her feet wet with wrestling a little bit more the past couple months, um, if she was to return to Impact, I think that would be a possible dream match. Um, and I think that with all of the eyes that will be on Rebellion, um, we should really uh, be a match of the night. That's one that seems that to me that's a marquee matchup because of the fact that Taylor Wilde has such a lineage, a history in that company. And before it was, when it was TNA, and she was runner, she was knockouts uh, tag champ, she was the world heavyweight champion, she's done it all. A marquee matchup would be the virtuosa, the present of the knockout division, the, 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 the literal. Kingpin of that division right now. Did we lose again. her again? I yeah. think Kenny Omega's fucking with us. <laughs> this is no, all I, I think we're having issues with the internet. We're Every having issues while, with the internet? It, it looks Are we like losing it goes, things? Yes, it is looks it, like Is it, it getting wonky? Mm-hmm. It, it appears that way here and there. Yeah. But well, it, that's everything's acting up at the same time. Well, yeah. let's see. If she does call back, we can finish that again. We could do that. Uh, let's just tell the people September... September. That's not fucking right. Sacrifice on the 13th, live on Impact Plus or Fight.TV. You can uh, watch the Knockouts Division champion, the one and only Deanna Perazzo, take on ODB in a match that won't be for the weak at heart because I'm telling you, ODB is a big woman. They both battle well. They both battle well. They're two seasoned, you know, wrestlers in the business. You got eight years on Deanna Perazzo's side. I think you can even maybe that, even double that on uh, 19. Yeah, ODB's side. So, I mean, when you're looking at that on the just paper alone, just paper alone is, is worth the price of admission to get the uh, actual thing, the show itself, uh, itself, which is sacrifice. The, uh, this Saturday is sacrifice. I think this might be her calling again. Yellow. Yellow. What's up, Eddie? Hey, we keep losing. We keep losing the Anna. I think I think AEW is trying to screw with us. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Deanna. Hi. Hi. All right, we'll do this really quick so it ends real quick. We've, we've already lost you three times, so let's figure this out. All right. We were, we were just hyping Sacrifice. That's on the 13th. That's this Saturday. You can check her out at Rebellion, uh, which is coming up in April. I think it's, uh, what is it? I don't know what it is. April 20-something. Uh, uh, also on top of that, you every freaking Tuesday night on Access TV, you can have Impact Wrestling, so you can see her wrestle there. Uh, right before we uh, did everything in the beginning, we do a Q&A of the day. Uh, today's Q&A of the day. What's your favorite cheese, Deanna? Oh, gosh, any kind of cheese. Um, See? <laughs> any kind of cheese. I don't have a favorite. I don't discriminate. You don't discriminate? Come on, take a stance. What's your favorite cheese? <laughs> it's very controversial. Um, 
I need to say halloumi. Might be my favorite cheese because I don't get to have it because it's it's expensive to import from England. Okay. Which cheese was it? I missed it. Halloumi. Oh, halloumi. Halloumi. What kind of what kind of cheese is halloumi? Is it? It's Hawaiian. It's um, it's like a goat and something mixture. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but um, you know, it's primarily like European cheese, I suppose. I've had it all the times I've been in England, but it's very hard to find in America. Um, so I think that's my favorite because I crave it all the time and can't have it. Say, and a woman like Deanna Brazo should not have to crave, crave anything. She should just get it. <laughs> Billy, what is the exact definition? All right, it's a semi-hard, unripened cheese made from a mixture of goat and sheep's milk. And sometimes yeah. cow's milk, and it has a very high point, very high melting point, so it makes it hard to make grilled cheese. With. All right, so no making grilled cheese with like Deanna Perazzo's favorite cheese. It sounds like me, semi hard. Semi hard, and, and and actually doesn't melt that well either. All right, so let's finish this up because obviously Deanna Perazzo is either putting the ring together herself in the background. She's building. She's getting ready towards sacrifice, which is this Saturday. The 13th of March. She's taking on ODB. We wish you luck and thank you for being on the show. Okay, Deanna? Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Deanna Perrazzo. Good luck. The Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion. I had to end it. There was too much stuff going on in the background. We lost her three times. It wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. I'm not not blaming. I also had to cut it out because uh, this one's telling her he's semi-hard. Oh, yeah. That sound like me. I didn't tell her I was semi-hard. You you literally just said it sounds like me. That means you're saying you're semi-hard. What part of that didn't you describe your dick in? I don't miss that part, too. But first thing Eddie tells me when they walk in tonight is, yeah. don't make no wisecracks. This is not a porn no, no. star. Yeah, I say it's not a porn star. Don't tell her you want to fuck her. Yeah. Don't tell her you want to sleep with her. Hey, I jerked off to you last uh, night. I didn't say none of that. And everyone goes, I'm semi-hard. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say he couldn't say that. I didn't say, I, I gotta, do I need a street sign for people? <laughs> Remember we used to have the signs up? Yeah, we had Things the, so, that you couldn't do yeah, and we, say no, and try a, not to? The sign in the hallway. Remember when we tried not to say fuck? Yeah, don't say fuck. Yeah. It's in the hallway still. Yeah. Don't say fuck. Because sometimes, yet again, you know. Now, see, that part is different. I would love to be able on a regular program to just go, hey, by the way, my dick's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. <laughs> that's normal. But sometimes, like, uh, let's say point blank, even though that was probably not going to get cut up by Impact Wrestling, Impact Wrestling might take our audio one day and use it. They could have used that on the pay-per-view. And then all you hear is him in the back go, I'm semi-hard. The Slickster just told her he had a chubby. Yo. To the Impact Wrestling knockout. He was the definition of cheese. I said, it sounded like me. There you go. But what other part would you be semi-hard with? Well, nothing else fit on the description. I don't even want to put fit in the same sentence with you now. After this. Started. And then Joe in the background trying to figure out, yes, do you see what would happen, Joe? The Q&A of the day. All right. What's your favorite cheese has caused riots? It can. We asked the internet, and the internet exploded with cheese questions. Just saying. 
Jesus is an important thing in our life. All phones must be on silent. I don't know, Nick. That wasn't like that was literally the backstage of wherever yeah. she was. Yeah, that wasn't like her. Yeah, like, was pretty like bad. she was doing yeah. an interview in the locker room. Yeah, like your body. Oh, yeah, yeah. All yeah. oh, you heard was like, "Don't go, 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 I'm working." No, no, she probably, she probably, she's probably at the soundstage right now. Getting ready because they're probably doing some impact, uh, you know, wrestling tapings because mm-hmm. that's it's a regular show. Unlike this show, they actually have a plot and a schedule they like yeah. to keep <laughs> exactly. and they like to do things and they air on the air, Billy. That's they go to the air. I know. 718-577-1389. By the way, Nick said he'll cut that into the intro. I'm semi hard. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Rick! <laughs> Motherfucker. Could you imagine being life. married to one of them? Uh, what, yeah, semi-hard? Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about a wrestler? the wrestler. Oh, I'd wrestler. love to. Yeah. Man, look, that ain't right, man. She fuck you up. I don't That's do it. Right. What, an... motherfucker? No gravy? Here's an idea. Don't you know? fuck up. <laughs> get you in a leg lock. You never get out. First off, she makes more money than all of us put together. kick you in the ass all the way into the kitchen. Dude, she makes more money than all of us here. If she wants fucking gravy, get that bitch some gravy. That's right? Right, yeah. Don't even question it. Get her the gravy. Call up the colonel. Before she puts over. her in the fucking Fujiwara and makes you tap <laughs> in the might bedroom. Be getting fucked up for everything. Yeah. Hey, hey, let it happen. I'll let her do it. You look like that. You can fuck me up. That's fun. Oh, yeah. All right, we got to take a break. I know it's a show rule. Show rules. Phones must be on silent. Nick's pointing out. Okay. All right, just so you know. We used to have these rules when Joe breaks it every fucking day. Who did? You. All right, let's take a break before Billy has a conniption. We'll, be, we'll take a break, we'll regroup, we'll figure out what the fuck we're doing, and we'll come back. It's the Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back after these semi-hard words. Baby, oh, oh, that's silly. I can kiss a pretty girl before she shake a pretty girl. I'm a young thing and cannot leave my mother. The lips of Peppy are upon you. Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. EV Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly EV Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at ReligionTequila.com. That's ReligionTequila.com. Tequila! 
This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon, ondemandsalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On OnDemandSalon.com. That's OnDemandSalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. OnDemandSalon.com. Hey, this is Gene Simmons from the greatest band in the world. Kiss, and you're listening to Uncle Eddie right here on Ham Radio. And the semi-hard to figure out. Uh, the world of cartoons is now what's under attack from these assholes in the world, and they are assholes. There is no two ways about it. You can say what you want. You can put it any which way you want to have it done. But it is uh, the the end of an era. It is the end of innocence. It is the death of the one and only Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> and Mr. Le Pew, I now will read you your eulogy. But we need to make it official. Taps. <laughs> Don't cry, Joe. <laughs> Dearly departed... We are gathered here today, or tonight, to mourn the loss of a childhood friend, Pepe Le Pew, which is truly the death of innocence. To think, our friend Pepe lived through falling anvils, and he made it out alive. Exploding products from Acme, a company that was known to send horrible things in the mail. Which, after this, is now being shut down for promoting crappy items via the mail. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's Amazon. <laughs> we remember Pepe's final movie, final film, if you will. Space Jam 2, where he was cut out of that movie for unbelievable reasons. Next up, Bugs Bunny. It's being looked at in his history because he used to dress up. As a woman in all his cartoons. So obviously he was making fun of transgender women. Obviously. Because it can't be anything else. It has to be what you say it is. In closing, rest well, Pepe. You're sexually assaulting the angels in heaven now. (laughs) Sleep well, my stinky prince. Sleep well. You know, all I got to say is doing this shit to Pepe the Pew stinks. Well, you, you know who's next? Oh, Papa. No, no, Tweety and Sylvester, they both have speech impediments. They're, no, oh, yeah. speech <laughs> They're horrible to children. Yeah, yeah you got Children point, with huh? speech impediments. <laughs> you Everything has to be ended. I thought I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about, what, excuse me, what about fucking Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh. He wears no pants and he's always walking yeah. around trying to get honey. Oh, Donald Duck's been doing that for years. <laughs> yeah, but obviously Winnie the Pooh's a pervert. It has to be that because that's what you're telling us it is. I would think so. He, uh, you know, he looks a little bit uh, like Weinstein. 
Why? Because he's fat no, and has no pants on. That's what he, he, it's possible. He, I see the resemblance. Yeah. He's not I think. Own. I think it'll be Popeye next. Because if you see how mm-hmm. Bluto used to yeah, beat the shit out Bluto of Oliver, yeah, he was. He's having about. He was a little neck, rough. Yeah. Punch in the face, and he he wanted some oh, ass. He's, yeah. he's a great one. You know, throat, yeah, grab by the throat, punch in the face, stomp <laughs> yeah. a kick, and all kind of shit. And, and halftime, he says, "Just for a kiss." Yeah. Exactly. And then some p- fucking sailor comes by with two fucking you know. Plump tumors in his arm. But then, <laughs> uh, then a couple episodes later, she was trying to get with the motherfucker until yeah. he tried to get some ass from her. I get Popeye yeah, then she waited for Popeye to come save him. Yep. Yeah. Woody uh, Woodpecker is next, says Joe Trapia. It's three ways to say dick in one guy. Wow. <laughs> Woody yep. Woodpecker. Yeah. That's him, boy. It's a horrible thing, but it's true. Yeah. This whole movement is brought to you by a group of women who wanted in the 80s to get rid of Dungeons and Dragons because they thought it summoned <laughs> demons and devils. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's why you're here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Disney Plus now under attack as well. Dumbo, Peter Pan, not for young kids. Oh, yep. oh I saw that today. Yeah. Disney Plus is going. Disney Plus, hold on, I'll get to the whole article. Disney Plus is going one step further to block young children from seeing racially offensive imagery in their movies. Disney's streaming service, which added content warnings to some of the negative depictions or mistreatment of people of cultures, end quote, is now removing some iconic movies from Disney Plus profiles held by kids. Now, mind you, these are kids who have profiles on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Now they can no longer watch Dumbo, Peter Pan, The Aristocrats, and Swiss Family Robertson on their profiles Swiss on Family Disney+. Robinson? Yes, oh, and I'll, wait, I'll tell you why. Uh, the titles will still be available for adults to stream, which is kind of weird that you have a Disney Plus account yeah, really. and you want to watch Swiss Family Robinson and you're an adult. <laughs> That's cool. That's fine. Right. But you're an adult. You make your own choices. However, the concern raised over Dumbo was with the crows. Mm. I think I've seen everything and I've seen oh. an elephant fly. Oh, now, here's the difference. Band. Here's the difference, though. If your kid's not racist, guess what? It's just a bunch of crows singing about a fucking fat elephant. Yeah. Yep. That's it. It has no weight, no shape, no form, because a kid doesn't know the Rochester voice. The kid doesn't know, I've seen it, Mr. Benny. I swear to God, there's another Negro in this town. I've seen it. They don't know their voice. Because you know why? They're fucking kids. They don't know it. You have to teach mm-hmm. racism. Yep. Be a parent. It's not that fucking hard. You fucked. You made a kid. Now fucking raise them. It's that's the fucking evolution of being a parent. That's how it's supposed to work. When they don't don't understand something, you fucking teach them. It's it's crazy. You try your best. It's something that might just work. That you take that. It used to. (sighs) And now, don't get me wrong. One of the crow's original names was Jim Crow. What really? Now I understand how that could be. But how about this? To a kid, yet again, they're just going to think, okay, the crow's name was Jim Crow. They're not going to associate it with yes. the racial right. crap that it's connected to. They're going to look and go, well, his name was Jim. <laughs> and he's and a he's crow. crow. Yeah. Uh, most That's, likely. But what's even funnier from that is that here's another novel approach. You want to teach your kid about Jim Crow? <laughs> Wait, oh, I'm sorry. Is that another learning moment that could happen to little Billy? Teach little Billy what the fuck Jim Crow was about. Right. And how that the 
fucking birds singing about a goddamn elephant that can fly have nothing to do with the actual Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. It's also spelled differently. Yeah, Look think, it up. I just think by erasing everything and shit. Yeah. You, know, you have to remind what went on. Exactly. Yes. Leave so it they, there sometimes so they can see what went on. Exactly. Why there was a problem. Yes. And you explain start erasing to them. They forget. Yeah, and explain you to know? them in that time when these movies came yeah. out, what, it was a whole, was, right. yeah, People it was a whole different era. People were stupid. Yeah. <laughs> There's your life lesson, kids. People were stupid. Yeah. And they put fucking Uncle Remus in Song of the South, and he's walking around singing zippity doo da zippity yay, which used to be to a child, nothing racial about anything involved in that. But now you can't even find that fucker on Disney Plus at all. Right. It doesn't exist. It's non-existent because we're erasing our history. Just like Ricky said, you're erasing the chances for you to better the future of America because you're getting rid of the fucking thing that the kid can learn from. You have mm-hmm. like nobody goes through life never making a mistake <clears throat> or doing something wrong. Ah, oh, uh, well, could be. But you have to make. You, I had such a good Joe Joe joke about Joe making a mistake, and then I looked at Ricky and said, "Well, he married her." Whoosh! I didn't say it. I as, <laughs> as you grow, you you change. Things change. You mm. learn from your mistakes, and you always have it to look back on and go, "Wow, I fucked up there." Yeah. You know, good mm-hmm. thing I got through that. Or I'm you dust yourself off, you learn from it. But we take all of that away. Yeah. Somewhere down the line, there's going to be idiots. That started all over, and there's going to be a whole generation full of people that don't know that this shit already happened yeah, yeah. because yeah. there's nothing for them to and, reference and, or be told. And about. if you don't, if you don't know your history, you tend to repeat it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. if they don't see what's what was going on, they turn around and do it all over again. And I said, basically, when you talk about, first of all, when my kids don't watch Gone with the Wind, they don't know shit about that. But well, they should. Hattie, it's a great when, movie. When Hattie McDaniel's was on there talking, yeah. oh, hey, if you don't care about what you do, I does and all that. We didn't talk like that. No, mm-hmm. you didn't know. We don't know nobody to talk like that. You understand? And they didn't talk like that. That was an image that, that white Hollywood, folks in those yeah. days, Hollywood, right. had for black folks. A and ca- shit, this characterization. And that, they wasn't gonna have us in there talking intelligent. Yeah. But you tell when I explain to my kids, this is what they used to do to us. Yeah. This is what they used to do to our people. This is what they did to your grandmothers, your great-grandmothers and all that. Mm-hmm. This is the deal. That's that's what, as far as I'm concerned, that's what we need to be doing. Right. That's how they erase everything. Yeah. But see, that's the difference between you and everybody else. Yeah, you're raising pe- you're, awareness. You're, 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 no, but not even just awareness. You're teaching. Yeah. It's a right. teachable moment. Watching Gone with the Wind, if you're black, white, Chinese, doesn't fucking matter. You learn from it. You learn from the fucking movie about slavery, about the Civil War, yes. about fucking yeah. everything in between. You learn. And you create you, movies yeah. based on that stuff. Exactly. To learn. So. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't, if you didn't have Gone with the Wind, you wouldn't have people making Harriet. You know, right. you, about Harriet Tubman. You wouldn't have that fucking movie. You wouldn't have 12 Years a Slave. You wouldn't have all these other fucking movies about... You wouldn't have Roots. When you really think about it, because it was—it was like somebody had to stood up, you know, had to stand up and go. I'm gonna now show the black side of this fucking horrible atrocity of slavery in our fucking nation's history. And the way I'm gonna do that is because I got inspiration. I watched all these other movies, like Song of the South and all this other shit. And they went, you know what? We're gonna do. We're gonna make a fucking. We're gonna write a book. We're gonna make a movie. We're gonna do all these things because they learned from it. 
They dusted themselves off. They learned from it, and then they rebuilt everything. Uh, as for Peter Pan, Peter Pan portrays Native Americans in a stereotypical manner, which, yes, there are red-faced Indians in the movie. I understand the the where a Native American person might get offended. I get that people will get offended. But yet again, another teachable moment. That if you're watching it with your children, you go, that's not what Indians look like. Native Americans, sorry. That's not what they look like. I mean, you have a chance to be a parent and do your job as a parent. Absolutely. And you're, and people are taking that away from you because it's easier. Sure, it's easier. Right. It's way easier not to fucking have to deal with bullshit in your life. It's way easier. It's so fucking great not to do it. But the fact of the matter is, life is not easy. It's supposed to be difficult. Yeah. That's how you move forward. But we worry about people's feelings too much for everything. Oh, you my feelings. A, I had a hard day at work. Um, you hurt I, my feelings. I can't go to work anymore. Yeah. I can't go Shut there the because fuck up. somebody at work bullied me. I can't go back to work. What'd they do? They, they asked you to do your work? They, mm -hmm. they looked at me in a stern manner. They pointed at me, and that's rude. And I can't go back to work, Billy. I think it's harassment. Uh, the aristocrats, and not the good one where fucking... The joke about the mother and the father and the sister and the son fucking and shitting all over the stage and everyone ends with the aristocrats. Not that one. The cartoon one with the cats. The aristocrats uh, was flagged for having a Siamese cat character, which is insensitive depiction of Asian people. Okay, yet again, I'm sure that Asian people have watched that movie and haven't lost their shit. Something's wrong. Exactly. Uh, and Swiss Family Robinson, Joe, to answer your question, is singled out for portraying the pirates as a foreign menace. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that one because that one hurts my fucking brain. A foreign menace. Yeah, they were Japanese, I think, or something. Yes, but they're foreign menace, Joe. They were. Yes. And pirates are fucking pirates, aren't they? Yeah. Exactly. They're not really good people as much as... They were kind of comical pirates, too. They were like, you know. Well, they always falling down, getting beat up, you know. They were like, they never killed nobody. Joe Tropia in the Facebook Live Suite is absolutely right. These people should watch Blazing Saddles. Mm -hmm. Their head will explode. Oh, God. Yep. And that's exactly true. And, and look, I, looking back at all this stuff, I understand it, 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 things look bad. Sure. I get it. But think happy thoughts, Peter Pan. Think happy thoughts. Yeah. All right? I mean, there was a way worse Neverland. Yeah. And that guy fucking offed himself. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, listen. It could be a hundred times fucking worse. It's a movie. Here's the idea. You don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah. There's a novel fucking approach. Or, like Ricky said, you watch it and you explain that I ain't no birthing no babies. Is not exactly what the fuck they were talking about. I mean, you explain and go, that's not how we should be represented. We got it. We understand it. But the only way we're going to grow is if we fucking learn. Mm -hmm. And we're not learning because you don't walk around like a museum. Jim Norton told a great joke one time. He told, he goes, it's about it's censorship. To a certain extent, to be woke mm -hmm. is censorship. You he, he, was, he tells a joke about, you don't walk around a fucking museum and just take a fucking blanket and throw it on top of the paintings or the sculptures you don't like. I don't like it, so no one else should see this. That's right. the truth. That's exactly what it is. You being woke, which is something you know I hate, mm -hmm. all right? Because woke is just to make you feel good. It doesn't make the other person feel good. 
It's so you feel good. Exactly what Billy was talking about when he said feelings. Okay, because it's about your feelings now. It's not about the person you're talking about's feelings. Your feelings. This is why. So you feel good. This is why you got to get rid of that participation trophy bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Because people have to under- learn failure. <clears throat> yep. Not always mm-hmm. being successful. Yep. Not yeah. being learning that you have to work for things, not just <laughs> scream and cry until you get what you want. Yeah. It's, that's what but society pro- fucking needs. But here's the problem: we are already giving fuck the participation pr- trophies. The screaming and whining and crying is literally what we do in all aspects, be it the government, mm-hmm. be it fucking your school systems, it's already be it your fucking sports, yeah. uh, be it your the entertainment industry, be it the, the cartoons now, be it all the things that we literally take for granted. Mm-hmm. We take all these things for granted because, no offense, no one asked you. Right. No one asked you. If Not I don't... one person asked you about Peter Pan. When I come across stuff I don't like, I go... Uh, not a fan. Move on. And I yeah. just go to yeah. the next I don't thing. watch the shit. You know, whatever it yeah. is, you know. So what we have to do as a society is cancel the canceling. Cancel the canceling. Stop it. Cancel it. Anything You're done from with it. this point past yeah. did not exist. No. no. Poof, it's gone. Poof. Like, that's, that's what, what like they want. Gonna happen anyway. And what it's about. Work and, and, and yet again, it's about feelings. Censorship. Being called political correctness. Well, that's the thing. Political correctness, and we've said this numerous times in this show, but we will say it again. Mm -hmm. Political correctness is only fucking PC until it's not PC anymore. Yeah. When it becomes the norm, then it's not PC anymore. Now, Rick, as a black guy, I'm going to ask you this question. Were you asked, hey, do you want to be called African-American? No, I wasn't. Did you fill out a pamphlet? Did they send you a card? You did they say, hey? You know no, no, I know. I'm just no, saying, did yeah, they ask no, you? No, no, no okay. one asked me anything. Ricky, did, uh, no, you're, you're, that's fucking Ricky. <laughs> See, all you black guys look alive. Billy. <laughs> huh? You. Did anyone ever ask you, uh, you know, about uh, being, you know, just being called white? Uh, did anyone no. ever re- re- sign off something and say, hey, we're taking a vote. Uh, we're all in the town square. We want to just know what the fuck do we call each other? Uh, so we got the gays. How's we're calling question? them homosexuals now. Is that good? What? Oh no, it's not no, good. And we can't, can't call them homosexuals call them anymore. No, you can't do so, that. Uh, so anyone, anyone here at the at the meeting? Anyone have any ideas of what we call the homosexuals <laughs> now? Oh, we don't. Oh, we don't have anything yet. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, we're gonna use letters. <clears throat> okay, what do you got for me? LGBT. Oh, you want to? <laughs> You're going to use all these letters, right? That's what you're going to do. Okay, good. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not all the letters, though. Are we leaving anyone out? Eh, fuck them. That's good enough. That's fine. It's that's... a start, Will Bill. Look, we're woke, so we feel that we've done enough. That's good. Has anyone ever asked? Did anyone ever ask this question? No, I've always asked this question, but I want to. Uh, mentally challenged. Did you walk up to a retard and say, hey, retard, do you want to be called mentally challenged? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just fucking fought for him. You told him that that's what you're going to be called from now on. And guess what? Love it or leave it. That's what you get to do. You get to not pick because guess what? We want to feel better about talking about you. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's what it is to be woke. That's what it is to be PC. Mm-hmm. That's what it is to be racially, you know, racially yeah. sensitive to everybody. So everybody's feelings. You better not call them retards either. No, I'm going to go. See, look. there was a time <clears throat> when 
Again. Oh, jeez. Story left. time with Billy. It just <laughs> left. I just had a Joe moment, and it's burnt. It screwed up. Sorry. Are you smoking the same shit he is? No. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Nobody used to call me Whopper Guinea, and you know? I had to make yeah. a choice. You, know? you had to make a choice? Am I a Whop <laughs> or am I a Guinea? I didn't know what to call myself. Am I a myself. Guinea or am I a Whop? Yeah. But see, that's my guinea, point. Wop, there guinea. is no Guinea, Whop, Guinea, Whop. Yeah. Some there. people used to call me Guinea <clears throat> Whop. Yeah. Yeah, th- those people are fucking weird people. Yeah, some of them are dead now. But when somebody <laughs> says to you, and they go, well, you shouldn't, we don't use that language. Yeah. I do. You don't. That's the difference. I believe when you call a retarded person mentally challenged, that's fucking rude. Because you're saying that they are challenged mentally. As in, to create thought... They can't have one, is what you're telling them. Uh, the best of I used to call them special. Yeah. Be special. I mean, I'm uh, special. All right, but that's what you're telling them. You're telling them because they fucking are essentially handicapped. You're telling them you're mentally challenged, which means you can't make a fucking thought. Okay, so how do you explain Sarah Palin? <laughs> that bitch went all the way to the fucking vice president of fucking right. candidacy. All right, and she's oh, she's I'm being held to paper. Oh, she's in fact not a retard. Sorry. Um, the point still is that you have all these people trying to make sure that they feel great about talking about you. Mm -hmm. That's what being woke and this bullshit with Pepe Le Pew and this shit in society in general is all about. The Dr. Seuss shit, the Mr. Potato Head shit. Barbie's birthday was the other day. She don't even have a fucking pussy. <laughs> no one no. seems to care about that. There's, there's a soap or lotion called Dove. Dove. They're taking the word normal off of their packaging. Why? Because normal. Skin. normal. Yeah. You know, why discriminate or make somebody feel, not feel right about using their product? That's right. So it's only so only what they're saying is so special normal? people can't use is there an abnormal. Uh, I, 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 Dove abnormal. I've never seen that one on the shelf. No, but like normal skin. Where did you get this or, brain from, yeah. Abby? Somebody. You, you don't have normal skin anymore. You know, crazy skin. I got crazy skin. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. I don't have normal skin. Just, I'm not a man. You know what? Burn this shit down and start all over Absolutely. again. Oh, I. I'd love to just hit the reset button, Rick, yeah, but we burn can't. Burn this shit down, start all over again. Fuck it. The fact yes. of the matter is... Enough this mess! We can't clean it up. That's the problem. That'll go, too. We can't do it. It's gone too far. It's gone too far. The levees have broken. We are flooded with stupidity. We can't do anything about it except cancel canceling. That's what we have to do. We have to stand up. And like Joe was pointing out, at one point... Enough has to be enough. Yes. You would hope so. And I'm not talking about storming Capitol Hill. I'm not one of those fucking Q fucking believers or a Trump supporter. And I'm saying, but you do have to then, storm, you know, storm the library and look up some shit. Well, in the 40s, they they did a whole lot of book burning <laughs> and getting rid of things. Did you just say book learning? Book burning. Oh, burning. good. Burning. Thank God. Fire, burning. Fire bad. <laughs> they had a whole bunch of that. And it, not that long ago, people would look back on it and go, wow, that was wrong of them to do that and make decisions for yeah. people, blah, blah, blah. But now we don't burn them. We just but fucking now, erase them. Now yeah. we're doing the same thing, but now it's okay. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, 
there's got to be an end. There's got to be middle ground yeah. for everybody to understand. The internet's given everybody a voice. Yeah. That's the problem. And everyone shouldn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. That's that the problem. True. It used to be in a world where you didn't have everyone being a talking head. Yep. You didn't have... To, I didn't have to hear your fucking opinion on anything. But now I have to hear your fucking opinion, and guess what? You have to hear mine. <laughs> you get 2,000 views on YouTube exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Graham talk. Well, everybody got is. opinions now. So. No. But it, opinions you know, are like, like assholes. assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are full of shit. Yeah, you got it. 718-577-1389. We got to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the WTF News. We'll be right back after these. Not canceled. You see, you fucking don't listen. Just go away, pothead. Non-canceled. Words. You wouldn't know it for some of the things I've said over the years, but I like people. But I like them in short bursts. I don't like people for extended periods of time. I'm all right with them for a little while, but once you get up past around minute, minute and a half, I got to get the fuck out of there. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila, using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Hi, this is Lois Griffin from Family Guy, and you're listening to Ham Radio with Uncle Eddie. Shut up, I'm doing a commercial, you fucking idiots. It's the Ham Radio Show. This portion of the show brought to you by DallasNovelty.com. That's DallasNovelty.com, where sex... Is for everybody, except for Governor Cuomo. Everybody else, 
You can all have the sex you want. You can do whatever you need to do by going to this AVN award-winning site known as DallasNovelty.com. Check it out for yourself and enjoy your sex life because sex is for everyone. All right, my little lovelies? Right now, it's time for the one and only... It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap-Up with your host, Jason Hadley. The drummer for rock band Machine Gun Kelly was hospitalized following a robbery. Thankfully, if you consider album sales as a measure of Machine Gun Kelly's net worth, that robbery couldn't have taken very long. The estranged brother of Mariah Carey is suing the singer over false claims in her recent memoir that characterized him as a violent person. Suing for maximum damages, what better way to defend allegations of violence than by asking a judge to throw the book at her? Eventually wanting children with her then-boyfriend, actress Sofia Vergara won a ruling that prevents him from using her frozen embryos now that they're no longer together. Clearly her ex-boyfriend is not completely over the relationship, now forced to grow his own melons like everyone else from seeds. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap-Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Wrap Up. News that is. Live from the WTF Newsroom, it's What the Fuck Action News. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Why? Because we can. This portion of the show brought to you by Rick's Semi Hard Cheese. <laughs> Rick's Semi Hard Trees, the only cheese that stays hard in your mouth. But it's definitely creamy. That's Rick's Semi-Hard Cheese, available everywhere where fine cheeses are sold. Yeah! You ain't gonna find my dick anywhere. Hey! <laughs> Not anymore. Is that the slogan? I, thought, I, thought, I really thought the slogan was just, I'm semi-hard. Yeah. Now, now it's, you ain't gonna find my dick anywhere. God damn it. It's in the closet. <laughs> what kind of closet? Everything's all weird. Ooh, yeah. All right, it's time for the first story. Oh. Mmm, so meaty. All right, so it seems like we were talking about, uh, you know, Governor Pierce Nibbles. I think we want to start out because we were talking about it off the air already. Uh, Governor Pierce Nibbles in the news one more time, as you can see. Want to dance? Or would you rather just suck face? Uh, a little bit of suck face. <laughs> Was that live audio from the governor's chambers? <laughs> I don't know what the governor's talking. <laughs> uh, as Governor Pierce Nibbles has changed the city dining rules yeah. uh, and allowed New York City to have fifty uh, percent capacity, and that's expanding, yeah. so are the accusers of Governor uh, Pierce Nibbles, as they are going apeshit. Now we're up to six accusers. One who gave an interview that Rick saw. Rick saw the interview, and Rick had a point that he was making off air where he was bringing up the fact of that now in the interview, it just seems like she was just throwing allegations and didn't really have any facts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was more like she was making assumptions about what she thought Mm -hmm. he was trying to do or what he was trying to accomplish. Uh And I thought, I was like, nah, you can't make assumptions like that's a man's career. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, in his life. You know what I'm saying? Once he get fucked over with this, that's it. He can't do shit. You know, he's done. So well, I he thought could, that he, was wrong with the assumptions. He could be the new voice of Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, listen, Pew. man, we, you know, my brother had posted the interview on Facebook. Mm-hmm. My thing is, look, we, I met my wife at my job. Mm-hmm. And you take your shot. Yeah. You see a pretty woman. 
Because yeah. you asking us, like my brother said, you asking us to be unnatural. Yeah. It is natural for us. We see a pretty woman for men. We see a pretty woman. We want to talk to her. Smile. We go over there and we say something. Yeah. Oh, you you look beautiful today. Yeah. Oh, I like that dress you're wearing. Can't you can't say none of that shit now. No, no, no. Now it's all sexual harassment. You know, Every, everything so is sexual harassment. I go and ask you, do you have a man? That's out of respect. Yeah. So I'm. But see, that brings you know, me back to my question. Even if my whole point is. So what if he did? If you assumed he he wanted to have sex with you, I mean, maybe he was semi-hard. But if you wanted to fucking act as if that was a bad thing, like literally, did he grab his, your hand and put it on his cock and say, you know what I'm thinking? This isn't cheese. This isn't cheese in my pants. <laughs> it's semi-hard. It's semi-hard, Joe. Yeah, because you haven't heard Joe literally just did the joke we just did four milliseconds ago. <laughs> you haven't heard any stories about him grabbing an ass or no. a titty or nothing. Right. Oh, he, 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 so far, he sounded like an Italian guy at a wedding. Yeah. Let me get... And, and one of the accusers was somebody at a wedding. Right, so, I mean... I, like the hug. Now, look. Somebody took a picture that looked a little... And right. they, the, the, the picture don't tell the whole story. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was only motorboating that girl. I mean, that's different. <laughs> you know, fucking, he was going... Oh, you didn't see that No, it's yet. different. Uh, but oh, with all these allegations and everything else, of course, uh, Joe Tropia, our fine uh, song parody uh, person, the great Joe Tropia, Tropia. Uh, has written a song to sum up the Governor Pierce Nibbles, a.k.a. Cuomo, Allegations. The little song that he calls Cuomo Tears. Right. Billy, please. This Governor Cuomo is a freaking weird guy. With that big old schnoz and nipple rings on both sides. Those interns of his, you know they'll never be coming back. Cause it's all he'll show up for another attack. Your mama told you you and Cuomo should be in the same place. Or he'll lean in and kiss you while he grabs you by your cute face. Yeah! Cuomo tears. Cuomo tears. Cuomo tears. Cuomo tears. He wants this thing over, but he won't say goodbye. So he can get back to making old people die. New York just needs to send this douche on his way. And he'll be back on TV with Fredo one day. He never wanted it to end this way. He loves all women. 
But with this many chicks, I doubt he'll ever be forgiven. Yeah. No. Cuomo tears. Cuomo tears. Cuomo tears. Cuomo tears. Great job, drop better for that. I'm going to be singing that fucking 9,000 times. Though. Cuomo's Cuomo ears. Cuomo's ears. Oh. Well, from Ozzy. Good song. The, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, what is it? Cuomo's ears? Tears. 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 That's what I thought he said. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but from Ozzy, you know, no yeah. more tears. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Joe, that was good. Joe has that no was clue. good. Joe has no clue. Yeah, give him a Grammy. Yeah, well, uh, well, Grammys are a dime a dozen. Give everybody <laughs> yeah, a fucking yeah. Grammy, Jesus. A Grammy. Yeah. Well, yeah, give him a Grammy. Give him a Grammy, motherfucker. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next story. Okay. We, we, we're not going to just figure out Governor Cuomo right now. No, I hope not. Not at all. It's be big news. This is just the beginning. Absolutely, it's never going to end. Oh. By the end of the week, it'll be about fifteen cents. Yeah. Absolutely. So meaty. All right, so the. Story that I got to bring up now. Does everyone remember Ryan Fisher? Oh no! You guys remember Ryan, Ryan Fisher? Fisher? Ryan Fisher. Try to Ryan. try to rack your brain. He looks familiar. Try to rack. No, no, he looks familiar. Don't see him, Joe. Uh, I, I see everything. Okay, Ryan Fisher. Uh, maybe this might ring a bell. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know who he is. Dog walker. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, I just had to play that one. Okay, no, All right, so now the dog walker is back in the news. <laughs> Everything else with the Lady Gaga thing is in the news again. Mm-hmm. And it sets me up, of course, that I have to discuss, which I don't have it up here anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Many people yeah. are now getting more involved in the Lady Gaga French Bulldog dog napping. Okay. That left Ryan Fisher shot. According to TMZ, the incident may have been part of a gang initiation. Get out. All right. Similar crimes in L.A. have been reported recently, and it seems to fit the shooting that nearly killed the dog walker, Ryan Fisher. You remember Ryan Fisher, Joe? Remember him? (laughs) That guy. All right. Now. I thought that was Yoko. (laughs) Joe, no, 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 no. No, Joe. Don't say her name because then we have to summon her. Uh-huh. No. You know how that works. Okay. Don't say her name. Sorry about All right. So TMZ uh, says that the woman who found the dogs, if you remember my law and order stuff, the woman who found the dogs has not received the $500,000 reward yet from Lady Gaga. Right. She's going to get it. Yeah. Because the police have not yet cleared her of any involvement in this. Because what did I say? The whole linchpin. The thing that makes you stop to think that maybe this possibly was maybe a ruse. Maybe this was a little nutty. (laughs) That possibly, okay, possibly that something else is going on. Now we're going after gang affiliations and everything else. It was the Bloods. It might be. It's either the Crips, the Bloods, or the Latin Kings. We haven't fucking narrowed it down yet. It might be MS-13. Because when I think MS-13, I think this. That's what I think. This is how they're going to finance their revolution. (laughs) Maybe it's the Jets. (laughs) Ceiling dogs. It might be the Jets. No, and that guy. According, I mean, dude, if you listen to this guy, if you listen to this, 
It's either the Jets or the Sharks. Yeah. You put the music behind it and shit. You got a musical. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. And it kind of goes with music. No. No, we have shot. He's been shot. Oh, I gotta tell you, that's a guy. Something like a girl. That's why I thought it was a woman. Yeah. I know, it, yeah. But you know, I've never been shot. I might say like that. Because remember, I said there was <laughs> women I used yeah. to, you know, a chick I was going up her ass one time, yeah. so I hit, <laughs> hit that note. Yeah. You know? I see about <laughs> No, that's a dude. That's, that's before he gets shot. No, that's right now. That's after he shot. Oh, see, I kept hearing the screams at first. I think when they were playing, he was hearing the screams and shit. Wait a minute. When this is this is the I didn't hear no talk. No! You sure that's not two people having sex in the bedroom? See, right there, I was up to the balls. <laughs> It wasn't semi hard at that yeah, point. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> and she got two dogs with her, and the dogs did shit. So they just sit there and they're like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. They're man. French bulldogs, yo. They're the hey, pussies. They're tough. Well, the one, pussies of the animal kingdom. Well, one was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah one said, fuck this. I'm out of here. The other one ran away. I yeah. don't know. I got two dogs with me. I feel safe. Amen. Not no. them little dogs. <laughs> you understand? It's, it's not good. Let's, let's move on to the next story. Mmm, so meaty. All right, so I think this guy might win worst father ever. Okay? What do you do now? I won, but I didn't do it. I pulled out. A North Carolina woman who was adopted as an infant spent the last few years of her life trying to find her biological father. That's nice. She might now be wishing that she hadn't. All right, Kathy Gilchrist did not... Uh, did a lot of internet sleuthing and DNA testing and was eventually able to confirm that her biological father is William Bradford Bishop Jr. Now, his name might not mean anything to you, okay, but it sure does to the federal law enforcement people. Uh, He's been one of the country's most wanted fugitives since 1976. When he allegedly murdered his mother, his wife, and all three of his sons. Oh, wow. So the whole rest of her family was offed oh, by wow. this guy. He never, He's never been captured, and his whereabouts are unknown. Oh, and they don't know. even know if he's still alive. Sure. But yet she's searching for, for him. She's, yeah. And she'll probably find any information before the government. Does. Exactly. I, I think she was better off not knowing about that. You think? <laughs> uh, he will be 84. And Gilchrist says she believes he may be living somewhere in Europe. Yeah. So. That's one to grow on. Killed his whole family. Is she still looking for him? Well, I mean, look. She didn't know that. She didn't know that when she went to go look. Like yeah, you but do, now you know. You do wearing those 23s and me, motherfucker. You're not going to find. You find out some bad shit when this happens. Who's your father? Charles Manson. Yeah. <laughs> Come down to the compound, yeah. people. Come down to the compound. Was he like John, John Liss? Oh, yeah, John Liss. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, file this one under no shit. Okay. A new study has found that bodybuilding steroids are linked to long-term testicular damage. Ooh. Researchers found that the guys who use anabol- any an- uh, anabolic steroids. I used to go out with a girl named Anabolic. Yes. She's a big bitch. Yeah. 
in large doses, end up having issues with their little swimmers. And they may not recover even if they stop using the steroids after. Now, my question is, how is this news? Yeah, really. Wasn't literally like the first thing they tell you is if you take roids, yeah. like your, your your balls shrink. Doesn't your pee-pee get larger but your balls shrink? Yeah, you get pimples. Pimples are the worst of your problem. Your dick is fucking no, fucked your, up. Your balls turn into pimples. It gets semi-hard. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. At least somebody knew where this was going. Let's Jesus. Move on. <laughs> I got Joe who's like, you get pimples. <laughs> you get a really bad case of back knee, guys. Some of us actually listen to the show, Eddie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Not Joe. <laughs> Joe was too busy fucking trying to hear this guy again. God, I wish Joe could switch places yeah, with this poor fellow. That, that sounds like my girl, anaphylactic. Anaphylactic? <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend, anaphylactic. Thanks, Joe. Boy, she didn't like nuts. <laughs> and that's been your WTF news. Hi oh, Jesus. So. Wait, it ended? What? Yeah, it's over now. <laughs> well, how do I fucking dig out of that hole? Anaphylactic. I got to end with that because what do you do after that? You can't, you can't follow that. No. I, I knew her in high school. She was serious, really. She, mm. I think she was Italian. Uh-oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're a fucking cunt. What's worse is I have this ready Shut to go. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. I didn't even have to fucking worry about playing it. I had right. it ready to go because I know that Joe... <laughs> Legitimately, will not <laughs> fucking do this. Uh, you're a fucking cunt. Shut the fuck up. You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. I'm moving yeah. on. I don't know what the hell. Where, where would you like me to go, Bill? Uh, head hell. full steam. <laughs> All right. Well, one last thing on the Cuomo thing. I think that we need. What's that? To remember one of the greatest political figures of our time. I'm sure that Governor Pierce Nipples won't make you feel good, but do you remember the wonderful mayor of Toronto? The one and only Rob Ford? I bet oh, yeah, he Nick was does. Like, he was Who was track, one of the yeah. greatest, most eloquent fucking political pundits <laughs> in this fucking universe, let alone North America. I smoke crack. No, fuck crack, Joe. Listen to this. Oh, and the last thing was, um, it, it says that I wanted to... I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. All right. So what he said there, because they made it bleep out, <laughs> yeah, really? was that he wanted to fucking eat her. This woman came forward to him. Uh-huh. Of course, we got the censure cut. We didn't get the fucking good one. But I'll explain. Rob Ford, who looks a lot like me, he's dead now, but looks a lot like me, was the mayor of fucking uh, Toronto. Toronto yeah. All right. And some political figure came up to him and actually in the paper said, she, you, want, you said you wanted to eat my pussy. He went on live television and said, if I can find a better one, let me see if I can find a fucking better one. He said on live television, you fucking went on TV and said, I want to eat your pussy. I have, I, I would never want to eat your pussy. I would never eat your pussy. I got enough <laughs> pussy at home. It, it literally is one of the best. I want to see if I can get the unfucking censored cut because it's one of the greatest fucking cuts ever. Here we go. Uncensored. The, uh, of course, it's a commercial, but I want to hear the fucking beautiful Rob. He was one of the greatest. I wish this motherfucker was still alive. It was like crazy. Though. He was amazing. 
Let me see where we are in this fucking uh, press conference. Lies. That is not true. Um, you know what? They're calling a friend of mine. A friend. And it makes um, I have no other choice. I'm the last one to take legal. I can't put yeah, up with it anymore. Yeah, most of the press conference so really I've like... named the names. Um, litigation like is very short. Yeah. Yeah. I've had enough. That's why I warned you guys yesterday. Be careful what you wrote. Okay, so... That's all I have to say for now. And the next thing I want to call uh, Mayor Britannia in Hamilton and tell him that uh, we're going to have to spank the little uh, tiger cats. Oh, and the last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy. Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Thank you very much. One of the fucking best mayors well, ever. Yeah. That's Eddie, how you do it. Too. That's how you do it. That's what I'm saying. You can't drop hold the, the mic. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to eat your pussy. He also did that, if you notice, wearing a jersey. Yeah. A, <laughs> you just sit there going, hmm. You can't wearing, get more Canadian a, than what he just a did. Toronto organized jersey. Fact, he said he got enough pussy at home to eat. Yeah. That's good enough. Yeah, fuck that. I was like, oh, another thing, by the way, someone sent his Piney sent this in. Remember we were talking about how uh, there are the the, the, the Pepe Le Pew stuff and everything yes, else? Yes, And remember how we, uh, Dr. Seuss was another thing that was brought up and Mr. Potato Head and all these things? All right. Piney's training his child how to speak, right? Oh, okay. The girl is learning how to speak more eloquently. They're having these little... This is an actual fucking speech therapy kind of thing where you the child then repeats it after for a while right so this is the actual thing that plays in piney's house on a loop when he's teaching his daughter this beautiful poem okay happy I love little pussy, her coat is so warm. Yeah! If I don't hurt her, she'll do me no harm. So I'll not pull her tail, nor drive her away. But pussy and I very gently will play. Alright, so that's what they do. And then they repeat it for the child like this. So now you can learn it. And if you know it by now, please sing along. Because it's a great song. I love little pussy, her coat is so warm And if I don't hurt her, she'll do me no harm So I'll not pull her tail, nor drive her away But pussy and I very gently will play so the little girl is playing with her kid. I love little pussy. Oh, I'm sorry. See, it's not what you want. Joe, here you go. <laughs> Joe. We'll help Joe out. Here we go. Joe, sing along. Ready, everybody. <laughs> I love little pussy, her coat is so warm And if I don't hurt her, she'll do me no harm So I'll not pull her tail, nor drive her away But pussy and I very gently will play I love little pussy <laughs> <laughs> Joe, he, Joe keeps singing it because, you know, he ain't no pussy. In the no. Music, no that's the only pussy Joe gets. Joe's love little. I, I, I take all the pussy. He put the advertising yeah. out, yeah, right, Joe? That's it, yeah. Does anybody Wait. have any pussy for Joe, please? He's going to start singing that while he's sleeping tonight. He's going to wake up. Well, you know, you get a song locked in your head, right? You know. I love little pussy. Come on, Joe, sing with me. Okay. I love little pussy, her coat is so warm And if I don't hurt her, she'll do me no harm So 
it's, it's, it's ready for you. Gently Isn't he the cutest thing? Absolutely. That's a very nice pussy. Yeah, I know. I just found that incredibly funny because that well, literally... That, you better say right. that because that's going to be off the air. You know time. what? What is the history of calling the cat a pussycat? It's actually a female... I actually I, looked this up. If you... If the... Uh, hold on. Alexa knows. Hold yeah, on. Alexa Watch knows. this. Watch this. Alexa does know this because I asked her. Sure. Alexa, what do you call a female cat? Female cat is called pussy. Molly and Queen. So, I Pussy, so Molly, Queen are your three choices. Pussy is the one that's stuck. Ooh. And Pussy is the one that gives us such great things like this. <laughs> Just Joe! I love little Pussy. Her coat is so warm. If I don't hurt her, she won't be no harm. So why not pull her tail nor drive her away? But Pussy and I very gently will play. So what was called Pussy first, a woman's vagina or a cat? I believe a cat. Oh, no, it was the cat first. I believe a cat was called Pussy first. I want to know who the first guy looked at a vagina and said, man, that look like a pussy. Um, was that your joke? You don't look like a pussy to me. I yeah, mean, that's what I'm. Really, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I didn't get to that. Maybe, Some, sometimes there's maybe, pussies. You know, I've heard women go meow once in a while. Well, know, Joe, like, a couple of the ones you've been with did this. You do it. They go, meow, meow, meow. If the pussy bite, leave my it alone. My women usually say, "Get off of me." <laughs> that's what they normally say to Joe. Wow. Get out of here! Get out of here! Stop hey, fucking me over. What do you call that thing? What do you call that thing, Joe? I call it this. Oh, you have a choice. It's either this or shut the fuck up. I don't know. Shut the fuck up. It's growing on. I love little pussy. Her coat is so warm. And if I don't hurt her, she'll do me no harm. So I 